Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. Genesis edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by. I am Corey and I'm joined by the man, the myth, the war legend himself, Basher. Does war ever change? I'm still trying to figure this out. I mean, I get, oh, you're talking about the character war? I mean... I'll talk about no, war in general. It <laughs> oh, well, he he kind of did, I think, didn't he? Yeah, no, no, compared to where he was in Darksiders 1, he's basically the same guy. All right. I like him. I like him, but he's the, he's the same character. So, On this episode, we're going to be talking about Darksiders Genesis. But before that, look, man and woman, I see the numbers. There, there's new people out there listening. Why haven't you given us a rating? And they're not on Spotify. Just, Thank just God. it out there. Thank so, God. So Basher will approve of, of you new listeners. Why haven't you rated us on whatever platform you're listening on? That'd be fantastic. Or send us an email, gpopfans at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. I see them. I see the new listeners. Okay, see, so here's the problem. <laughs> I can see the numbers, but the statistics don't always say what platform they're on. So sometimes it's like unknown. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me. So I, I, can't, I can't address you personally but consider this a personal address if you're listening to this why not give us a rating or send us an email but enough of that let's talk about darksiders genesis here are the deets on this game this game was made by gunfire games they are known for uh, work on games such as chronos darksiders 3 remnant from the ashes and darksiders genesis this game is regularly priced at $39.99. It's an isometric hack and slash um, game. There's no loot or anything, so that's why I I was struggling to call it a dungeon crawler because it's – is it a dungeon crawler? I mean – There's no loot. That's the only – well, it, there's kind of loot. <laughs> it, it, it's a dungeon crawler, crawler light. We'll go with that. We'll talk about okay. that here in a minute. It's available on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. There is no cross-play. There is no DLC. 
Uh, and for you Xbox One X owners out there, there is support for it, but it was hard to see exactly what the support was. Some people said that it is running at native 4K. I don't buy that. Uh, the the, the uh, quality of the image to me does not look 4K. I, it looks more like a 1440p render to me. But you are going to get some advantage of using the Xbox One X support, or if you're using that console, I mean. And just a pro tip if you are playing on console, uh, turn off that motion blur. For whatever reason, it's pretty aggressive, and I think it makes the game look a lot uglier. So there's that. So Darksiders Genesis, let's talk about it. Let's talk about some Darksiders. I mean, the series that constantly changes its genre it is way too often for me, honestly. Because um, the last game was a Souls-like, right? Yeah, so... I mean, I guess I, I guess I didn't think about having to go through like the the series of of the of or the history of the series changing it up. But I guess you're right because the first game was like almost a straight Zelda, and then the second game was a little bit more open. It was still kind of Zelda, but it was it was had like an open it was an open world. It's not the right it's not the right it was, word. I it say. was a Zelda like. Well, yeah, but but they had, they added loot and like. stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they added a bunch of loot to it. So I guess those first two games are probably much more similar. But no, the third one, yeah, it took a straight turn into a Souls-like. Very oddly, I might add. I was not a huge fan of that direction. And maybe I just missed that memo, um, but when I actually reviewed that game, and when I, I, I booted it up and I started playing, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I didn't, why is this a Dark Souls clone? Like, why? <laughs> so, but now we have the isometric hack and slash version of Darksiders. So... Is that a good thing that they constantly change up what they're doing? I would I would I would say so if it was something like a Halo to Halo Wars. But the fact that it's all kind of proper canon throws me off. Cause then it's like, you like Darksiders? Play Darksiders 2. You like Darksiders? Don't play Darksiders 3. Do you like Darksiders 3? Then don't play Darksiders 4. It's like right. it's it's weird. Um but I can't say it's bad, though. Uh, that said, uh, this game, um, I was asked to play this game by a friend of, this, friend of the show, Snaps Comes Alive. And we went into this kind of blind, just knowing the Darksiders name and kind of the genre that the game was. I, I got to say, my instant thought was, Ah, uh, crap, it's another something like from Darksiders. Um, well, I, before, before I say it, uh, have you played the other games? I have. All of them? All of them. Okay, so I have two. Um, and so that was, I knew going into this game as well uh, what it was. Like, I was very aware that it was going to be a different game. Um, and I think I had very similar feelings at first. It was... It was like, man, like this is, this is a straight up like, we're trying. Like, I can't think of the word. Its first impression is very much that's trying to be a hack and slash sort of uh, skill based game, but its first impressions are extremely bad in my opinion, because um, it doesn't feel like a good one of those at first. <laughs> it feels more like a like we didn't know how to make this genre, but we tried anyway. I mean, but, and I guess the question in, in in snaps is a uh, is a big um, uh, Diablo fan. So correct. his immediate reaction was, "Is 
it's like they wanted to do wanted to do Diablo, but they couldn't get the loot right. So it's just mm. even like it's like your point. It's like is this even a dungeon crawler? Like what are we doing right now? Right. And what are we doing it for? And and I'm I'm sure there are other games like this that focus more on like skills and leveling up without loot. Of course, I can't think of them at the moment, but like it it kind of reminded me of those um those Laura Croft games, like the not not the Tomb Raider ones, but like the, the Guardian of right. Light and stuff like yeah. that. Um, kind of more puzzle based. Like it it feels like they took inspiration from that, but also wanted to keep um like some light Diablo elements of it. Like it. As well as, you know, there's, like, the boomerang and stuff like that for war. So, like, it's got all of the stuff that you want from Darksiders in it in terms of the combat, etc. But they, they also sort of to make, wanted to make something maybe a little bit more approachable in terms of multiple uh, players as well as just sort of just, just doing something different, I guess. So I say that, I guess, to say more that I think expecting a Diablo game is is just a... I think you're playing yourself at that point. Like well, I don't, I don't think it we was weren't ever trying expecting, to be that. We weren't expecting a Diablo game. It's just that any game with the isometric view and you have to slash your way through enemies and it drops. You think, well, this is a dungeon crawler, but it's like, no, this is not a dungeon crawler for sure. So like that is something you have to get over pretty quickly, and you do get over that pretty quickly. But then you're left with, what is it then? What, what, what do you, what, what, what's the purpose of the gameplay? And it's like. It's like you said, it's, at that point, it's more skill-based. But I guess my issue for a while for, while playing this game was it wasn't really... The skills weren't deep enough to, to live off the back of just the skills. Yeah, um... So I, I, this is, I feel like I say this every episode, but this is sort of a hard one to talk about because I, I really am of, of two minds of that. I think that there is like, I, I genuinely feel like there is actually a super good video game somewhere in this game. And I feel like it wasn't play tested enough and it just wasn't given that extra, you know, two to three months of polish that it really needed to, to iron out some of the pacing and some of the difficulty spikes and sort of some of the systems, like everything there is, is there to make a good game. But this is one of those instances where like polish and play testing are extremely important. And I feel like they're overlooked a lot of times when people talk about like the development of games, because the second half, of, I shouldn't even say the second half, like the middle part of this game, I was hooked. Like, once I had all my abilities, once I had all the different ammo types, once I had more things in the in to to unlock and sort of customize, I was super into this game the way I, I, I would be like a Devil May Cry or even a Diablo of just like, I want to keep playing this game to see what it has to offer. And I'm genuinely just enjoying the combat of it. But the ramp up to that, and I, I think I don't think the end quite sticks the landing either, is it's rough. Like, I, I can't think of another word other than rough. No, I I completely agree. The ramp up to that was so hefty that we honestly just couldn't get we couldn't get too far over it. Because by the time we got over that hump, we sunk so much time into it, and we felt like yeah, I mean, it, it was probably a good six hours before it really stored like which is too it, it long. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
because because that's when the skills start to really that's when you start really unlocking all the skills and you start becoming a more of a powerhouse and it just took way too long and it wants you to it wants you to do that thing where you replay levels in areas over and over again yeah. to collect certain parts and it's like one of the things that Diablo does very well is it lets you run through the game at least once the first time with no issues. And it gives you a good idea of what this game is and what you'll be able to do. Games like this, like Dark Side Genesis, they want you to put in too much time up front and do too much uh, repetitive activity before you actually war from Darksiders. Because you start off as like warlike almost where it's like you have some stuff that he does but then you're just like let's like you said six hours later then it's like oh war's really doing some war stuff it's like i don't at that time it's kind of like a little too late for me honestly and i well what i will say is that i I, i'll I'll get to that part because i i think there's a critical flaw in all of this that um but it, it wouldn't make sense saying it right now but no yeah i agree like it's I guess we should probably talk a little bit more of like what what we mean like when it takes to ramp up. So this game has sort of a it, it's not a sphere grid, but it's a very like uh, not grid based, but it it's it's powering up. So whenever you kill an enemy, sometimes they drop basically like a a soul. Um, and the more souls that you get, the more powerful it can become. But so some of the souls will do stuff like plus two percent to attack speed, and then the more souls you get and you equip that soul, then eventually it might be plus like 6% to attack speed. So picture that. And then, so you've got this big giant like screen of just all these different places you can put these souls in, but then there's also boss souls. So whenever you kill a boss, you get a soul. And again, and and each of them have their own effect kind of thing. And it affects the overall power level. I guess it's kind of like destiny, but destiny is more equipment based. So picture it's not equipment based. It's just, you just get them. You just, achieve them kind of thing um that that system isn't great because you don't it never really gives you any feedback other than the numbers going up which is a is that a i don't know is that a problem i don't know it's it's a huge problem i I mean for me it's a huge for us it was a huge problem because we just kind of laughed a lot at how because because first of all that's not really explained to you. Like a lot of this it's, stuff it's isn't not, explained no. to you. Yeah. So well, it's like, it, it, let, let me, it is, yeah, but yeah. it's literally explained in a, a pop-up box. It's like, Hey, here's this thing. And you're like, Oh, okay. As other pop-up boxes are happening. Yeah. Like, and he okay, calls that like, as another is... pop-up, calls that another pop-up and a pop-up. Yeah. I'm like, we're like, honestly, when it, when it was explaining the souls and the boss was leveling up, we honestly just started pressing a through it. Cause we're right. like, it felt like an old school Internet Explorer. You, you jumped on a porn site, pop up. You can't get it off the screen before your mom walks <laughs> in the door. It was just like a a a a a all the way through. We're like, yeah. what? The? By the time by that time, we're just like, no, look, just put the souls anywhere you want. It doesn't matter. To the to that point, even after that, we played a probably another like forty five minutes or an hour. We're like, because because there are because I played with uh, I played my buddy Snaps. I think you may have played alone, right? Yeah, I played it completely solo. So we didn't have to switch characters. Ah, okay. So I we would think of that, yeah. Yeah, so we so so you have to play two as two characters at once essentially. But when you play co-op, 
obviously you play as one or the other. Um, so we're playing as two separate characters here. So we didn't never really have to go to the switching stone that we thought was only the switching stone. About oh, okay, so so wait, <laughs> yeah, what, what is, yeah, what does that stone do then? Because I've I never went to one. Like I know what they are, but I never went to one. We like that. You go to that stone, you can, and you can like. I th- I believe you can either. Yeah, that's that's when you switch your characters out, right? I don't I don't know. I never had to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's when you switch your characters because we we used it for 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 a purpose. For for a long time, but around hour two or three, we're like, I go into that that stone again. I'm like, wait a minute. You can upgrade your character from here. Interesting. Yeah. So like basically, <laughs> I I had access to that menu at any point. I just had to press start. <laughs> like the the upgrade menu. Yeah. Like so the 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 screen where you can equip the the different tokens and souls. I could access it at any point. Oh, I, I'm sorry. The you buy upgrades. I mean. We didn't know you can buy upgrades at any point during during from that from that uh from that stone essentially. We oh, thought okay. was, so we, you, we thought yeah, something top another purpose entirely. Nope, didn't did not know you could buy upgrades there. I only bought yeah. upgrades at like the hub. At the place, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So we were legit two and a half hours into something. We we're like, I'm like, bro, you can you can buy upgrades from here. He's like, wait, it's not just for this. I'm like, no, 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 you could do it from here. It's like it never told us that. I'm like. And it a lot of things I feel like, or we, or we just ignored right. it. So it's like, this game is, so I guess my point is the game does a lot. And it's a blessing and a curse because there's some depth here, but you, but, but you almost have to come across it on your own in some cases. Yeah. And you know, that's one of those questions. It's like, is it our fault because we were impatient or is it the game's fault for not presenting it? Well, right. Um, and I, I, I tend to lean on the side of I think it's the game's fault this time because it, it literally tells you systems, but it never actually brings you into the systems. Like it's one thing where like The Witcher Three will actually make you like make a potion, and if you're not paying attention because it's there's a lot going on. Like that's I'm guilty of that in The Witcher Three. Like it t- the first time I made a potion, I was just like, all right, fine, whatever, just like let's go. And then I ended up never making potions for ten hours because I'm an idiot. Whereas this is like it literally will tell you a system in a in a box and then not make you do the thing. So it's it's just it's super easy to to not not understand it kind of thing. Um, and I I want to stress that like there's more to the, there's more to this than just the upgrade system. Like there's also the so each character has different things that they can swap in and out different abilities whereas um why am i is it strife that's right right strife okay so strife has ammo he has a gun whereas war doesn't have a gun he's got a sword so but the gun has like seven different ammo types and you can swap those out as well as along with some of your abilities so like there's a lot going on it's not just there's just one screen we didn't know like there's just a ton going on and again it just doesn't present it in a way that's it's entirely approachable it's almost too much for me because, like, I couldn't play this game solo. I don't think because see, I don't think I could play it with a partner. I think I would, I would, I would have bounced off way harder. Like, yeah, because that, I, you might be yeah. right. You might be right because at one point, um, Snaps is buying upgrades. He's like, and again, it's his part user error. I, I admit he's buying upgrades and he's like, dude, I can't use this. I can't use this. Wait. Oh, this is for strife. Oh, I didn't know. See, like, 
when you're when you're online playing as two different characters, you can still buy the upgrades for the other character that you're not playing as. And if you're not paying attention, you just don't know. You end up wasting talent points and stuff. And it's like freaking a. So it's like playing it with another person. It was more. It was funnier, but not more fun. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, so did you? Sh- you shared all your like souls and stuff, didn't you? Like your points. We had. It's we had separate points separate souls and separate points oh okay interesting see that's that's even that's weird <laughs> like, i feel like that'd be something you would want to share because it's hmm. you're playing like you the game has mecha- uh, all right so what i like about the game most is just the the the, the pure bones hack and slash yeah the moment to moment of this game is Especially again when you hit that stride, you know that four to six hours in, it's freaking fun. Like, and it looks good too. Yeah, like it's it's fun, and you you, you can hit it's, you can basically switch between the characters at any time. So I mean, obviously you played different than I did, but so I was doing like straight up, you know, switching combos. When I say switching, I mean by switching characters. Like I'd start a combo against certain enemies as War, and then halfway through I would switch to Strife because he's got that distance that War doesn't have. Like. There was like a really cool yin and yang sort of thing going on. And I was like, man, I'm into this. And this is a lot of fun. And, and there's, a, there's a blocking system where whereas War more has a straight up sort of block mechanic. And Strife is all about speed and getting in and out. So, again, I, I, I find it strange that you were able to play this in co-op and still have a good time. Because to me, I feel like losing that ability would have taken a lot out. But then again, I have no – I did not play this at all in co-op. So, I, I'm talking out my butt there. So, I mean, it was, it was as fun as it was frustrating. Honestly, I mean, I mean, because there are times where you gotta do two-player puzzles, and it's like, and that's the other, oh my god, to to open up, like, like, I hate talking about so much the bad parts about this game because again, the moment the moment is very fun. The core hack and slash is very fun. It's just little things here and there. I'm just like, it completely rips me out of the game. Um, for example, um, all the, like, I think all the chests are co-op chests. So, like, if I, if I find a chest, I can't open it without him being there to open it with me. All the doors are co-op doors. Anything to open the door with me. I'm just like, why is that a thing? Like, why was that a choice? Like, this, this it's not the best idea. But then you start hacking, slashing again. So, you're like, you get into it and you have your glory kills, like, from Doom and stuff. And that's fun. Um, it's real flashy, it's real smooth, but then it's like, here's another mechanic that just kind of slows you down, that's, that takes you out of the gameplay. I just wish it was more straightforward dungeon crawler, but, but, but I get why they focus on a more of a skill-based game, because they still want to keep the core of Darksiders being a hack-and-slash game, essentially. See, I... I I agree, but I also don't like. I feel like that. I feel like the whole souls slash tokens, whatever you want to call them, thing could be completely removed, and I think it'd be a better game for it because there's almost a a borderland style hard wall that because you do have like a, a a power number or whatever you want to call it. It's like you're four hundred now, and we oh, recommend that, you at yeah the light number oh. yeah. 
And it, it it's just a, a hard cap of like, if you're not to this number, they're going to hit you way harder. And it's like, but why? <laughs> like, because I'm not a certain level, like that doesn't make any sense. If that was gone and it still had the puzzles and I could still switch between the ammo types and I could, you know, do all of the things minus that screen, because that screen doesn't actually, for the most part, does not give you any new, actually, I 100%, it does not give you any new abilities. It is strictly just sort of boosts here and there for certain things like movement speed and your uh, health regeneration rate and stuff like that. If all that was just gone and it was a straight up hack and slash, a lot of my issues would be gone. Like if I could just play through this game and just keep going and not have to worry about this arbitrary thing, I would, I think this game would be an instant, like, yeah, you should, you should play this. Like there's no, no doubt in my mind because this game is just freaking fun to play. (laughs) That was our hard stop. Was when we realized we got we had that Destiny light level type thing where going into the next level it was just unnecessarily harder and we're just like this shouldn't be a thing like 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 I said earlier with like it should be more Diablo esque where you just play through the entire story mission and then you go back and level up and we do stuff and get better. Uh, well, Diablo sense it's loot, but here's maybe skills or what have you. But that whole light level thing just completely threw us off the game at that point because we just weren't going back to play a series of dungeons we just finished. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't want to be so negative because I feel like that's all we've been. But, like, I, I genuinely... I love the, 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 the hacky slash gameplay. I could do that all day. I really could. But then the game stops me and says, no, wait you can't do that now anymore. And we're like, right. no, I want to keep doing it. Like you're on to something here. Like you, you got it. And it's like, you know, because like, it, it's freaking cool. Like the levels are really unique. You go to a lot of different locations. You fight a lot of different types of enemies. Like there's, there's so much creativity in this game. And, and I feel like that's where Darksiders is, is strong always is that, yeah, like, the gameplay is always pretty good. Like, Darksiders 1 is not a better Zelda game than Zelda. Flat out. It's just not. Those people, like, Nintendo's been making the Zelda franchise for is it 30, 40 years now. Like, they understand what makes it work. And even they screw up sometimes. I'm looking at you, Skyward Sword. So Remaster's coming out soon. Oh, God. They, so, they get it. So, and Darksiders 1 was a pretty good Zelda game, but it wasn't a fantastic Zelda game. But what sold it is that... One art style like that art style in those locations and like it's super super unique and cool and all of that is in here but it's everything else that holds it back that i feel like just doesn't need to be there <laughs> and and that's yeah. every dark side of this game i feel like there's a core game well except that souls like one i think that whole game is terrible but um each of the games that come out is like there's a core there that i just love but then it's things the gameplay changes around it where it's like what why would you do this <laughs> like this is not this is not the fun part of this but it's so much of it right and that yeah i yeah it's so i think that's sort of the the consensus on this game it's just like i, I did finish it um i contemplated going back and playing on the harder diff- at some point i somehow i still I'm i'm gonna say it was the game but it switched it to hard mode randomly and so I was like near the end of the game. I had like three or four levels left and the game got super hard all of a sudden. Like this boss was just rolling me. 
And I was like, man, like what happened? And it took me, I, I, I played through two levels on hard before I realized what had happened. And I was just like, man, like this isn't actually harder. This is 100% the, they just hit harder kind of thing. So I ended up not going back and playing it more, which is kind of a shame because I, I don't know. I feel like there, there's just, I, I want to go back to my, my, my point of saying like play testing is important. And I think this is a game that genuinely has a, has something st- I don't want to say like special, but something special for Darksiders fans, at least like there's something here that's really cool, but it is held back by the lack of just polish and playtesting. And that sucks. Like that just sucks that that happened. And the lore is, I think the lore is really good too in these series. Like yeah. I, I honestly, like if you're a Darksiders fan, there's lore here that I think is worth uh, visiting because like, like whoever is in charge of Darksiders in general, they clearly respect where Darksiders came from and where it's going. It's always something stringing together, no matter what the genre is, no matter what the uh, the character you play as are. There, there's always a sense of respect to the lore. Like this happened in a previous game, and now we're here. This happened in this game, and and you're going here next. And it's like, and and it's really neat. Now, and I and I and I like that appreciation for the for the. For the story and the plot and the characters, but it, it's it's just it's just certain things around the gameplay, the core gameplay. I'm just like you guys are killing me here. Like just just let me get back to my hack and slash. Right. No, I agree. And it, man, it's it's weird to think that original Darksiders was a freaking 360 game, and and so was the sequel. Actually, now that I think about it. Um. So, but that that was one of those franchises that. Uh, that was that was a full on THQ game, if I remember correctly. So when that whole you know when that fell apart and then it got bought, you know, so theoretically we shouldn't even have a Darksiders three or a Genesis. So it, it's cool that it exists. But even after being picked up by the new THQ Nordic, like I, I agree that those those first games they're they're so close to being what you want, and and I don't know like what is what do they need to make these games. 10 out of 10s, you know, and I don't, I'm not a developer, so I, I can't say that, but it, it feels like they're lacking something. Um, but yeah, so to, to sum this one up, I, as much as it, it pains me, like I can't recommend it. I, I want to be able to, but I can't in good conscience without having a laundry list of, of bullet points of like, well, it's got this problem. Like you got to play it for six hours. Like, you kind of have to ignore these couple things, and oh, and th- there's the the thing that will that will stick a a fork in this game being able to be passed on is that you can actually miss some of the abilities. I'm so, sorry, what? Yeah, so some of those abilities and some of those ammo types are locked behind chests that one are 100 missable, and so I went through about seven or eight levels with strife with, without having the second ability. Um, and so I, when I got to like level 11 and it was, I knew there was 17 levels because I looked at the achievements. I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to have that second ability because I have the third one. So like maybe I thought maybe there was just going to be a late game thing, but no, I totally missed it kind of thing. And I don't, yeah. So those, there, there's enough things that are annoying with it that even though I really liked the game, I finished it. I enjoyed my time with it. I just can't recommend it, unfortunately. Uh, I'm going to say the same thing for similar reasons. I'm, I'll, to, to my, 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 my biggest turnoff of the game was it just took too long to get started. 
like if, if you started off this game less of less of a Metroid factor where you have like almost no abilities instead of you having a ton of abilities and they just get more wild and more crazy. I'd be more inclined to say suffer through it or get to that halfway point rather, but I mean you to get to that halfway point you you're playing very basic characters doing very basic things and it's just not it's just not super fun for a while so for that reason I I would say pass on by this one as well yeah it sucks it really does I ugh, I just I want I want I want good games and I, this game is so close it's so close it's not a bad game it's, it's just, not it's not but it's there's there's just enough in it that it like it pains me that I that I can't recommend it because I really want to, but I just I can't. Like I'm right there with you, man. Like it's it's there's it's like you said, there's something it's a part of this game that wants to be very, very good, but I think they just tried to do a little too much. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So but all right, that's gonna do it for Darksiders Genesis. Um can't talk about what episode is next because I'll be 100% honest with you. We are banking this episode because Microsoft is releasing all the games. <laughs> so we're playing those first and we're just banking this one because this happened to be one that we both just stumbled into. Um, I saw that it had come out on Game Pass. I was like, oh, I, I always wanted to go back and check that out. I just never got around to it. So and then you're like, oh, yeah, I played that with uh, Snaps. I was like, oh, well, we have a podcast. I guess we could talk about it. <laughs> so that's why we're here. So whenever you're hearing this. I don't know what's next. So that's why you should subscribe and rate us on your favorite uh, service so that way you keep getting the updates and you can email us at gpopfans at gmail.com. All right, that's going to do That's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time with an amazing game, hopefully. Good day, sirs.